Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The end of the road. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. Sisters of Mercy, two of the states with public enemy. I thought it might be an interesting kind of thing. Unfortunately, it was too interesting for America. America's got a big problem with anything interesting, particularly when it's black and white. And a record company really hated the idea of public enemy. So uh, it didn't go as well as it might have done. The recession in the early 90s hit the American public hard. And one of the many ways people found to cut costs was to stop going to concerts. This came on top of rising ticket prices, and the first time that Lollapalooza was ever held in the States gave concertgoers the opportunity to see more than just one act. And for a lot of them, it made more sense than only going to one concert. One band in particular saw this as an opportunity to take advantage of America's growing interest in different genres and styles of music, and they decided they were going to put together a lineup that would shock both audiences and people in the industry, whether they liked it or not. That band was the Sisters of Mercy, And in their own words to describe themselves, we are a rock and roll band and a pop band and an industrial groove band. We are intellectual love gods. We make records. Sometimes we play concerts sometimes. But if that wasn't enough context for you, the Sisters of Mercy are a rock band from Leeds, England, who were at the height of their fame during the mid-1980s to early 1990s. They actually dropped off people's radars around the early 90s because they stopped producing new records to protest their record company, which may give some of you an idea of where we're headed with this tour. The Sisters were already a huge success in Europe, but we're looking to build on that and create a bigger fan base in America. And then they reached out to a rather unlikely group to help them do that. In the summer of 1991, the Sisters of Mercy teamed up with Public Enemy <laughs> to try to bridge the gap between them and the American audiences. We're talking about the ill-fated, <laughs> very ill-fated tour, the Sisters of Mercy, Public Enemy, oh in 1991. How much would you pay to see that now? I'd pay like 250 at least. 250 at least? Yeah. Wow. I'm seeing Sisters of Mercy next month, but it'd be, I would love to see them in 1991. Yeah, with Public Enemy. Absolutely. That would be incredible. I would pay two Taylor Swift tickets and four Beyonce floor seats for that. I don't know about that. I'd rather have have that (laughs) $75,000. Okay. But before the tour had even kicked off, there were problems on the horizon. More on that after this break. So to put things in. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs 
or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Context. Now you know that having a mixed bag on tours Mm -hmm. is nobody really looks at that and be like, I cannot believe this style of music is with that style of music. With even with festivals, yeah, sometimes the, the genre will be somewhat similar, mm-hmm. but a lot of times they'll just mix things up. Yeah, and in the '90s, combining rap and metal with like the soundtrack to Judgment Night mm-hmm. and as uh, Aerosmith and Run DMC, mm-hmm. the '90s became more forgiving of that. But we're talking about when Lollapalooza one came out, which was 1991, which yeah. I went to. Wow, and I went to the first four, and you know, if you're of that mind of like how many great bands could you see that would you ever see some of these bands again no or would you love to see these bands at that time whether it's like Susan the Banshees or Pearl Jam or Body Count or Rollins Band or Jane's Addiction Beastie Boys just look up the first four Lollapaloozas and you'll be like wow it's really great and now everything's a festival because totally. the music industry is very tough for bands to tour because they make money on merchandise mostly. Yeah, yeah. So I think we take that for granted, but back then people are like I can't I this is how I, I get access to this. Music. I could see one band and what if they're not good or if they mm-hmm. cancel, but when mm-hmm. you see a bunch of bands, you may get turned on to new bands. Yeah. And then you're like, "Oh, well, I'm a little more I'm a little more prone to go see something if there's a couple of bands." And I'm like, "Okay, totally. well, I'm not just spending on one. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, the, the way that people access music, I'm sure the listeners know, has fundamentally changed. So like the way that we experience music from going to see a bunch of things just to get exposure to things and because you didn't have the internet really to access whatever you wanted at any given time at your fingertips. But I, I also will say, I think like for for festivals, that's true. I think that's a pretty eclectic mix most of the time, even if it's under like the stagecoach country theme or genre. But I, I do think that a lot of the times with touring acts, even like the openers are somewhat similar to or, or you know, lesser known, but still like ha- have a through line with the the actual tour and the, the main act, I, w- I would say. Um, so this feels so like out of left field for so many reasons, you know, public enemy, it, you know, if you're not familiar with public enemy, mm-hmm. if you want to, you should be maybe you might know Flavor Flav from, yeah, uh, from his reality shows. <laughs> yeah, you did the reality circuits, uh, Flavor of Love. He was on the surreal life, I believe he was culturally very relevant. Yes, yes. He had like a new life, like a lot of actually a lot of artists from the early 90s and 2000s who suffered a lull in their career after, you know, it became harder to be a touring musician and the onset of reality TV, they were able to actually get like pretty financially viable deals with places like VH1 and MTV. So that's another way that these people kind of resurged. Is that a word? Resurged. Resurgence. Resurged. Yeah. Okay. It's like drink a surge. 
Yeah. And have a resurge. And Public Enemy pushed some buttons. Mm-hmm. Very powerful. Chuck D's. It's a very powerful message-based group, I would say. I don't want to compare these two at all, but Rage Against the Machine took a huge page out mm-hmm. of their book, yeah. I would say. You know, I'm gonna- Absolutely. Well, I think a lot of like politicized music did because really Public Enemy was all about pushing buttons and casting a critical eye over law enforcement, but also other institutions and really just like putting that message out there in a very plain, unveiled way. So you have that, and then Mm -hmm. you have Sisters of Mercy, which they don't like to be called goth. I always throw them under the banner of goth. (laughs) Uh They're diametrically opposed Mm -hmm. groups. So you have the audiences that aren't like, oh, I'm used to seeing this. You're seeing two very, very different audiences Mm -hmm. together, hoping that, well, they're both kind of extreme in their own way. Mm -hmm. So maybe I might like this. And in 1991... Kind of a big ask. I don't really blame people for being like, wait, what's going on here? Totally. Well, also, I think about Public Enemy and, you know, it's like, for me, they're fundamentally American. And then you take this, like, European counterculture guy. And I don't even really know that much about European music markets, but I can imagine, especially in 1991, how how different that must have been. So even early on in the tour planning, they were afraid of putting Sisters of Mercy who has a predominantly white audience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Public Enemy, I'd say predominantly black, but also white audience. I mean, you know, the Beastie Boys opened up a lot of doors to be like, oh, this is hip-hop. Is. Mm-hmm. They they were like, I'm more open to this kind of thing. So you might get a little more of that, but they're probably not going to care necessarily about industrial goth metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think rap was was being broadened in a lot of ways that are, you know, very complex and problematic. But then, yeah, you get European goth in, in there, too. And it's like, okay. But to be clear, they both both bands were excited to do this. They both mm-hmm. wanted to shake things up. They both wanted to get out there. Everyone wants to be exposed to different audiences, especially when we have echo chambers now. Mm-hmm. Preaching to the choir is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turning people on to something new is also a very exciting thing. Totally. And Chuck D goes on to say, when's the last time you went to a concert and were shocked? Rarely does the crowd get fucking taken back by a combination. You know, I don't curse unless it's a quote. (laughs) That's right. That's right. All the bands, which included post-punk icons, Gang of Four, which are kind of like rock, kind of pre-punk, kind of jangly. I love a man in uniform. I'm not like Mm -hmm. a huge Gang of Four fan. And they also had, I don't know if it was all the tour, some of the tour, Young Black Teenagers, mm. if you're familiar with uh, Tap the Bottle and Twist the Cap, look it up. Great song. I don't think any of them are black. I think Young Black Teenagers was just the name of them. And of course, it it was akin to listening to rap. But I think at that time, white people love hip hop. Yeah. And they love being served it by people that, again, I'm saying white people are mostly racist, especially in this time, but they liked being served rap by people that looked like them. Yes. And that's not a a dig on Young Black Teenagers. I think they were celebrating it. But of Mm -hmm. course, you know, and I only know the one song, Tap the Bottle, Twist the Cap, great song. Uh, Another band, Warrior Soul, was on some of it. And they were kind of more like the rock metals, kind of a mixed bag, really appealing to anyone and no Mm -hmm. one. So the venues are nervous. They're just like, oh, why this doesn't make it should be, you know, Public Enemy and uh, Third Base or something like Mm -hmm. it should be Sisters of Mercy 
and I don't know, ministry or something mm-hmm. like that. So when you're putting it together, the venues are like, are, are people going to buy tickets? And if they are, what's going to go down? Yeah. So some of the places were on the outskirts of towns, and they did very little promotion for the concerts, leading to poor ticket sales in a time where it was already tough to sell tickets. The tour was canceled with six concerts in major cities like Houston, Dallas, and Los Angeles still left on the schedule. Out of the 21 scheduled dates, only 12 shows happened. Both bands cited racial discrimination and racially charged political motives for the major reasons. And why the tour failed, the media tells a different story. So according to the New York Times, Sisters of Mercy wallows in the horror and the logic of the world while Public Enemy tries to make sense of it and shake things up. Gang of Four is alienated by society while Warrior's Soul wants to dismiss it with contempt. The reason was a fascinating cultural event and frustrating concert in which the group's disparities became more apparent than any shared bond. It's from the New York Times, 1991. Wow. I mean, all those things seem are probably true. And it was suggested that if they really wanted to bring people together, it's got to get both people on stage at the same time. Yeah. Hey, we're Here touring we together. It mm-hmm. should be apparent that we co-sign this. But look, we're on stage together, doing our thing together, and... According to Sisters of Mercy singer Andrew Eldridge, he had his own thoughts about the tour. He thought this is too interesting for America. Mm-hmm. And it kind of was. I mean, Perry Farrell and Lollapalooza gave you the Warp Tour, mm-hmm. gave you Coachella. They gave you a lot of these festivals because they tested it out and it worked. Yeah. I mean, you could say, yeah, Woodstock, but Woodstock had a lot of the same. You know, I mean, music then was, was pretty unified. The bands weren't really that much different. Yeah. I mean, I I love this. I feel like this is, you know, as disparate as the audiences are and maybe how misguided the tour. Like, it it felt very subversive and taking big swings with a thing that at that point was really like the defining moneymaker of bands and even how they're perceived of and how their reputation goes is like really admirable to me. Wow, you just unified a nation. That's me. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.